How, how, do we want to start with the song, or do you want to talk and yeah. start? I mean, we're already rolling. Okay. What? So we're rolling here. Uh, we're off. We're off site. We're on location at the uh, Ayers Den. So we're in the basement. You might hear a little bit of an echo because we're in the midst of drywall and concrete and baseboards and and trim and everything else. But we've got a nice finished basement coming along here at the Ayers Compound. Jim, tell us a little bit about what you got going on here. Well, we had. Uh, we moved in five years ago, never finished a basement. We decided it was time to do it. And uh, we're, I think we're about 68% complete. So the goal, and I've talked to you guys about before, is to have this complete for Brown's opener against the Chiefs. Um, that would be the kickoff party. They would kick off the basement, kick off the Browns season. Amen. We're still keeping our fingers crossed. But, yeah, it's a work in progress. And this was kind of an impromptu podcast. Yeah, that we decided to do tonight, and we have uh, some really special, exciting guests also that will be taking part. I was wondering when that was going to happen. Yeah, we didn't introduce you yet, so just okay. chill, yeah, cool the jets, cool let's, the jets. Let's bring them in appropriately. Know your, know your role. To a little bit of cool in the gang. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an episode of Cutting Weight. This, uh, I, I, I got to be honest with you, we have uh, we've reached our limit here. We've got to expand our base, and we are bringing in a couple of a couple of ladies here tonight. A couple to, of Tomcats. A couple of real Yow. Tomcats. <laughs> a couple of. Uh, dare I say cougars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You we are. Yeah, yeah. We are cougars. Very appropriate. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I guess uh, you've heard their voices. Um, you've heard the sultry sound. You know it's ladies' night by now, thanks to the cool and the gang. Let's hear. Um, let's hear from our guests. We've got Kristen Mignona, spouse of Shane Mignona. Yes, they're sitting right next to each other. They look so cute. And uh, we've also got uh, Vanessa Ayers' twin sister. Whoa. <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll don't ju- even go by my we'll own just name re- anymore. Yeah, we'll refer to I, her I as Vanessa's twin sister. Oh. I think I should just be called the twin. Who is... What's your uh, name again? The evil twin. A slash Adrian. And if you don't know her, the A stands for awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. Adrian. You've recovered. Welcome to the show, guys. Let's, well, uh, yeah, A's, uh, A's been kind of shacking up with us for... A little bit of time now. That sounds. Yeah, that sounds way more exciting than it really is. <laughs> no, no, not not in a not in a great way, but in like an awesome way. You know, I mean, there's... I thought maybe we could talk about just you know in-laws moving in for extended periods of time and coping me- mechanisms for that. Yeah, if you got any good ones, let me know. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah if uh, the, yeah, the, share some secrets because Jim has been calling me every day at about 10 a.m. wondering like. What my the fuck? God, oh, my God. The baby crying, Adrian crying. I don't know if I can take it. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I uh, share with Melissa that Adrian had been staying with, uh, with Jim and Vanessa, and I don't know that I have like such a great relationship with my sisters and brothers that I would be able to do that. You guys must have a pretty special bond. Is it, is it the twin thing? Is it the fact that you didn't have a choice, Jim? Is it? Um, <laughs> well, is I it, think that plays a part. I mean. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, I do think that, uh, Adrian and I do, like, she feels literally like a sister to me, you know, because, um, she looks at, I, like exactly like your wife. 
Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that would be weird for a sister, obviously. So, sure. so for the listeners out there that don't know, my wife and her sister are identical twins. So they look a lot alike, and and you know, it's it's more of a sister relationship than a uh, anything else because. A likes to give me a hard time. I like to give her a hard time. But we kind of play off that, and we, and we enjoy each other. Um, and just like sister and brother, I'm sure there's times when obviously we, you know, we we butt heads. And oh, no, not on your end. She, she's she's. This is news to me. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I've had completely different okay, conversations yeah. with Jim. Strike, I thought this would be like a. I thought this would be more like a Maury Povich show where we where we kind of air the grievances. Shane. Properly introduce your your uh, beloved here. Tell us about your significant other. Yes, yeah, so this is my wife, Kristen. We've been uh, been married for eighteen years. Wow. Eighteen. Nice. We've been together for twenty one years. Holy crap! That's amazing. Yeah. Six happy whole, months. Whole you yeah, you two lovebirds just making it happen, huh? <laughs> A quarter century. Yeah. Right. I know we're we're getting. I mean, there. we're like the. You know, 2000. Like, so, what's the goal? Like, get to 25 and then just see what happens. Go your or? separate ways. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised we made it this far. I mean, I thought I thought this was like a 10 year agreement. I didn't realize like now it's just hard to get out. Well, you just like you just keep kids. re-upping. Like, what do you yeah. do with the kids? Yeah, like, good question. Yeah. I mean, dog, I no one knows the answer to that really. You can have know, the dog. I feel no, like I you can have the dog. It's all yours. I feel like you all have any sort of a couple name. We've never heard that from the two of you. We do. Like like a pet name for each other is that no, like, like uh, we're not together uh, collectively like, they are known as the like Bradgelina or something no. yeah it's Shane Steen <laughs> Shane Steen Shane Steen Shane Christine 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 that sounds like kind of stainy like I don't I don't yeah, like the stain aspect well uh, it's Shane's fault I mean it's his name I mean I don't know I don't know what the I mean I bring the Chris. That's yeah. not my fault. It's, it's the <laughs> 1960s Alan Ladd movie's fault. You could do Shastine. That that's not bad actually. Now that I hear that roll off the tongue, Shastine. It's kind of. Sh- or you could. You could is there anything we could do with Johnson and Mignona? Or yeah, or Shastin. I'm mispronouncing the last syllable oh. of Kristen's name, right? Mignoniston. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, so anyway, let's so, moving on. Sounds corny. Like, this is a dead it sounds end, like a dinosaur a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, great. I, I uh, So we've decided to do this, again, unplanned. It's a little bit uh, it's a little bit off the cuff, but I think we've got some we've got some some ground to cover here. One, because we've brought the first uh, the first guest of the opposite gender to the show. And, and it's the first podcast on the road. This is the first well, podcast other, other than Pinehurst. Right. Other than Pinehurst. Right. Other than Pinehurst, you're right. So second. So which will never happen again over my dead body. Um, you know. Uh, but pri- can, can I can I talk about the elephant in the room? Adrian is just holding a bottle of wine in her hand. There's no glass. No glass. I'm wondering what she wants no to do grapes. with that. Oh, I thought you were well, talking about Well, we were talking Adrian about coping mechanisms for living with the in-laws. <laughs> and wow. I have you got a good one right there. Bottle yeah. of Sauvignon Blanc. It's 2020 Oyster Bay. No, and I just want to from Oh, and Kristen is really wanting to say this. Well, no, it's from New Zealand. And they have good Sauvignon Blanc. They do, because any any Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand or Australia, any of that, is going to be a very, very grapefruity wine. Oh, maybe and that's why I like it. are my favorites. I think Kristen learned this in Geneva on the lake at the wineries <laughs> when she was yeah, there exactly. last right. summer. Because right. never pay any, that much attention. Any Sauvignon Blancs <laughs> that taste a little bit like walleye, you know they're good. Walleye, right. 
<laughs> walleye. The walleye blend. No, People. but this has been in the refrigerator for about three to four weeks, so I'm wondering if I should just drink it on the show and see. No, you know, it's good. It's still good. I took a swig of it last it's night. Been, it's good. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I've I've heard that particular brand of you know July 30th yeah. is really good. It was a hot. It was a hot week. Yeah. In Marlboro, New Zealand. And people from New Zealand come to Northeast Ohio to learn about their own wines. Right. Um, and to, to, and to well, taste them. It's a little yeah. fact. So, well, so hey, why don't you take a, take a little swig, yeah, tell me what it tastes like. Oh, I'm going to, all right. On, yeah. on the air, I have to tell you, if I can taste grapefruit in this yes. wine. I want to know the note. She's lipping it. She's literally lipping it you're like, like a wino. I think you're supposed <laughs> to smell it first. <laughs> Gargle it. You're supposed bit. to smell ah. it. Swish it around in your Swish mouth. Swish it around. I can taste like the metallic... Of the cap <laughs> in that little swig that I well, had. That, and that's why they, they recommend not drinking it from the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> but <laughs> sure. You know, that would have been good to have Can thought of before I ran down with my bottle. Without yeah, you probably should have brought yeah, a glass, maybe. Like maybe. A glass. I thought I mean, this was a different kind of show. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like a it's like a, a forty in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's I recommend it. If you're doing a podcast and you are a pioneer in that podcast, i.e. the first women. Yes. That you drink from your bottle. Or you just are, drink from yeah. the bottle. Or Basically. you're going like, to pour one out for your homies. You could yeah, also. you don't even need to. Right. right. You're, you're yeah. the Alan Shepard of... What, what homies pour out Sauvignon Blanc? The Elena Shepard mm, just put that out. My kind of homies. <laughs> so when you die, you're hoping <laughs> that your friends... Yeah. Right. To, ...to dump some Sauvignon Blanc exactly. on your grave. Exactly. Well, or, you know, or just... Or whatever. I, not on my grave. I would not th- want them to waste it. They should pour glasses drink and drink it themselves. Okay. In my honor. Okay. Well, that's very nice. I would it love is. that. That's very nice. I will smile down fondly when that happens. Or look up. Well, you'll, you'll be dead. You won't know. But anyway. Well, I smile up like as if I'm going to hell. Yeah. That was just that or look up. I don't know. <laughs> so Kristen's got her hands on a, a pretty uh, nifty little, little can of beer here, and we'd like to hear more about that. Yes. Can you tell us about what you're drinking? I am. So this is the banana bread beer from Eagle Brewery, and this is a British beer. It can be sometimes hard to find, but we can find it at Red Wine and Brew, right? Red Wine and Brew. Yep. Yes. Oh. And, we talked about them. They should um, sponsor us. It's they like should. a smaller can, but I it's great. And I don't, I'm not like a, okay, I hate fruit. I don't like bananas. <laughs> Any fruit. You're not a fan of vegetables either from what I've well, heard. Well, yeah, but I'll tolerate them more than fruit. Fruit's the worst. And fruit's then. The worst. So yeah. let me get this straight. You hate fruit. Yes. You don't like cans? No, I don't she like, like normal size cans. Normal she size cans. Oh, well, no, no. I, I have no she problem with cans. She doesn't have normal size cans. And you came across. <laughs> you came, that, you're talking that, about her cans. Also. Right. Oops. They are not normal size. And, and based on all of, all of that criteria, you came across this beer and said, um, this speaks to me. I like fake banana taste. Which mm. This has That it. is really weird. Yeah. Really weird. It is. Do it you is. like banana flavored gum? Sure. As long as it's not like an actual banana. Do you like banana bread? No. Well, yeah. Only Garbage. If, Again. If there's so one this banana, banana beer spoke it, to me. Again, no way. Yeah, so well, you, like, got this at, uh, you, you got this at Banana Republic with a free pair of khakis, exactly. I think, and, yes. a, and a, some moccasins. A Correct. Na- a navy polo. That, fitted, that fit Shane's size 13 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, how big are your feet? That's size 13. Yeah, it's not My high. goodness. How, My goodness, yeah, Kristen. You're are, such a lucky lady. What size are... Our son, our, our, our 15-year-old son, also has size 13 feet. My oh. goodness. But he's really tall. God bless him. Yeah, he's, is, is, is Brian taller than you? He is taller than Absolutely. me now. 
almost an inch. I wonder. Long. I wonder what what his like cap will be. Like how tall he will get. He's supposed to be six. Well, according to when he was two years old, you could assess what they would grow to. Sure. Six two. Holy crap. We'll Shane, where are you? Five nine? Five eight. Five eight? <laughs> my dad's I, six foot though. All right. Like, but your dad Shane, your dad's not that tall. No, he's no. My, he's my height or I've seen there. your dad in a remember when we used, he used to walk around in a muscle shirt? Shane's dad? Wow. Well, why wouldn't he? I mean he, he barely ever wears <gasps> he, a shirt. I, he, I saw him like pose out like Where's a WCW like flex out. Once. I mean he basically looked like Arn Anderson now. <laughs> <laughs> They do look very similar. They do. I've always thought they look like uh, like the the hair, the yeah, the girth, lack lack of hair, some girth. Well, I mean the hair on the body. I'm not talking about the hair on the head. The hair on the body. Yes, the The body. Built-in sweater. We call it. That's nice. Yeah. He was the uh, yeah one of the original four. Well, the best is when you get a like a FaceTime from him, and it's there's no shirt. (laughs) (laughs) He so your father-in-law does topless FaceTimes with you guys. Yes. Correct. He the, calls them chest times. With us as a family, I mean, not with me personally. Like that'd be weird. He calls like, it chest times. He just calls Chris and direct. No, what are you doing? Me. No, no, like, no, 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 home, like, right? Let me talk to Brian and Carly. And he's like, "What's Papa, up, your, Papa? I like your sweater." What are you doing? I just got done mowing the lawn. <laughs> Shane's not there, right? <laughs> How about so? I so let's talk about FaceTime with our our parents. I usually get my mom's forehead in the ceiling fan, all in like <laughs> oh one shot. It's, just, it's generally like she, we're we're FaceTiming, but it's just she's holding like the the whatever device in her lap, and I'm looking at the ceiling fan. Well, at least she a, a keeps her shirt of, on though, right? Right. Her forehead. Well, I mean, unless I ask her to take it off. <laughs> Carol, don't listen to this. <laughs> oh, Michael, why would you say that? Oh, it was it was funny because we were talking to Mike's wife Melissa earlier, and last week's podcast there was a like kind of a joking conversation about how they fixed up the cutting weight cabin, and they like Mike and Melissa got into a little bit of an argument, which it wasn't even an argument. I think Mike was joking about it, and then Mike gets a call from his mom two days later. She's like, Michael, I listened to the podcast. Are you and Melissa fighting? What's going on? <laughs> she thought I was living out in the cabin, like Melissa. <laughs> Melissa and I literally like spent two hours of teamwork, like working together, mm-hmm. put the whole cabin together with her help and you know mine, and I made up a joke on the podcast about Melissa and I. I got in a fight and I came out here and I fixed up the cabin. None of it was true. Again, I you know Here's some of this embellishment, right? Right. Some of this exactly. is entertainment. Yeah, you just take your artistic liberties. Right. 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 Exactly. So, mom, if you're listening, just turn down the volume and. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Why are you up anyway? Yeah, I, you shouldn't be listening to this. Should we Why take a you? question from the callers? Is your mom calling in right now? No, <laughs> she's not. She doesn't know. She doesn't know how to use her cell phone. She's just only FaceTimes. Just she forehead times. That's what she does. So let's talk about a. I know you've been talking. Like you've been bugging me to be on the show for months, and I've Shane and Mike. I've told you about this. Like she's been badgering Forever. me. And A is laughing right now because she knows it's true. So now's your now's your chance. You're on the show. What's going on with your life? Like you've had a lot of crazy things going on in the last year, right? I mean, you've, you you recently I mean, celebrated. Really? Well, you recently celebrated your baby's first birthday, so that's super exciting. Tell us a little bit about being a new mom and how exciting that is. Wow, great question. I I, I love it. I'm so happy and honored to be on the show. First of all. And, you know, just happy to hear about the Cutting to Weight crew taking the show in a direction. Wait, what did you just call it? 
Okay. Okay. Cut her mic. Cut her mic. Shane, Shane, turn it off. Cutting the cutting cutting crew. (laughs) It's going downhill quick. She hasn't even opened that bottle of wine. Yeah, sure. It must have been something you said. No, I just appreciate you moving this in a direction of, you know, women inclusive. Anyway. We've always been a big fan of women. Big time. I you know Big time. Okay. So baby, (laughs) she's one in a week. She's yeah. a big fan of her Uncle Jimmy. I love I love little Amina. She lights up when she sees her Uncle Jimmy, so that's probably why you are that's happy why, to that's keep why, us here. That's why you're here. That's why that's you're why here. That's why we're here. But yeah, she was born last August. I don't recommend having a baby in August. Any mothers out there who have been pregnant in August, at the end of it, I commend you. Gets a little hot. I had zero ankles and zero knees. I remember <laughs> I remember the, like was, Vanessa and I went out to visit Adrian last july and this was about a month before you gave birth right yep and we went out to denver to spend uh initially we were going out there to see a concert but COVID happened and the whole all the plans got kind of like screwed up but we still went out to see a we wanted to hang out with her and i think um you were having a a shower around that time anyway so we wanted to be a part of that well at least vanessa did you guys i mean I, i wanted to be a part of it i wasn't invited that's fine but i remember it was so hot when we went to visit you. It was like 100 degrees in Denver. Denver in the summer is terrible, like for the most part. The, Hence the, why I'll be here every summer. It's so hot. <laughs> Moving so forward. So A shows up at, uh, we stay, Vanessa and I stayed in a hotel in downtown Denver. And A and her boyfriend, Matt, came and visited us and hung out for a little bit. And then like A walked in. I, <laughs> the size of her legs and ankles was like... Um, it was like, what was the movie that Eddie Murphy used to do where he was like the, the clumps or whatever? Oh, Nutty Professor. Nutty yeah. Professor. Like her, her ankles, you couldn't differentiate. Like you didn't know where the ankles were. It went like straight from like thigh to like foot, like big toe. Your, your, weight, your weight now compared to month nine, what, what's the differential? Tell us about it. What, you don't 20 pounds. See, 20 pounds? Oh. But it was all in my legs. It was a little bit of baby, and it was and my knees were inverted. It was really like it wasn't a cute, a cute look. Oh, you would push her leg, and it would be like an indent of fluid. Yeah, for, like, that's crazy. Uh, was, yeah, but the fun part about that trip was, I thought, hey, brother-in-law, sister, they're out here in Colorado. We should go up to the mountains. It's cooler. You know, it'll be a good getaway from Denver. And we're driving up I seventy heading west, and my sister sitting next to me. Jim's in the back. <laughs> No, I was sitting shotgun. V was oh, you were in the sitting back. shotgun. Yeah, he yeah. was in the back. Let's, yeah, let's iron that. You were driving. Right, let's let's back that up again. Yeah, I was driving. The I super bloated pregnant right. chick was driving. Right. Yeah, and apparently I was driving because they were both struggling. Jim, we pulled over at a gas station so Jim could purchase, if anyone's ever done this, a bottle of oxygen. So he yeah, could like we were getting oxygen. super like, um, you know, Hypoxic. elevation. Hypoxic. Hypoxic. That's so hot too. That's a, uh, yeah. But it, you've never had that before well, yeah. in your trips. No, I actually I have. Oh. But it's also been like a combination of super craft beers and THC <laughs> and you know what, yeah, elevation. That, that so I never I never really knew, but that specific trip was pretty much like just elevation and I don't do well with like the high altitude for the first day and then I kinda settle in, but mm-hmm. I think you're also a little bit afraid of heights, perhaps, on the drive up there. You just kind of needed to turn around. I don't know. That's not even true. Listeners do not. It was quite a trip. I had a baby. I moved. I washed your car that day. You did. That was nice of you. Yeah, so start being nice. Might have been a touch of the dehydration. Yeah. 
Melissa gained. Uh, yeah, let's back up to the to the weight differential. I, I think I don't know. I can't what believe Mel- you only gained twenty pounds. Though. Yeah, that you, seems not even real. You talk about yeah, that really like good. it's a big deal. Right. Melissa gained. I don't know. I guess a uh, hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> she. I don't oh, know. That, please, Melissa, do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> Melissa, I can get you, you a know glass, I, Kristen. You don't you have to pour I it into you. your banana beer bottle. Oh wow, this is a very. Wow, this is tough stuff. Jim. What we're witnessing here is, uh, yeah, one of our guests is pouring some wine into an empty beer can and then drinking it. She heard it. grapefruit and wine, and she was Gosh. like, you know, I don't I'm like there. fruit, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I, I, never thought we'd, I never thought we'd run into guests that are less civilized than, than us. <laughs> oh, well, we got another. Jim just drank it out of yeah. the bottle. So I, at least I was trying good. to spare my germs. So go yeah. So uh, Melissa uh, turned into a just just a giant tub of of baby babiness and pregnancy. But she but she I mean she just you know she's like uh, you know Stretch Armstrong. She just brings it right back and nice. almost immediately. But she I think she maybe she weighs 120 pounds right now. I don't know. And I, I, I she wears it well. But I but I <laughs> wow. know wow. <laughs> Mike, I'll write that time down so I can cut that. Pen I know. For you. I know for a fact. Let's go ahead and. I know for a fact she weighed 175 pounds at one point, and I know also. I know also that the baby only weighed seven and a half pounds. So. Wow. I mean, so you're you're really I doing still, some beautiful still, math right I still now. Don't your wife appreciates. Adrian, how much do you weigh right now? Here, here, let me just. Get, I know a lady just, never talks, but. Let me just back this up. Okay. Back that thing you, that, that, yeah. yeah. You all know, some of you, that I have a history of diabetes. I was pre-diabetic. It was a I serious I think it's condition. pronounced diabetes. Diabetes. It was a pre-diabetic situation. But I got pregnant. I got gestational diabetes. So I had to count all, Shane knows this, all my carbs, everything. So I stopped gaining weight pretty quickly. So that, I attribute my lack of but I think turning a lot into of a tub of baby because of the... Condition but I also think I though, like in. the summer baby, fall babies. That's when you're going to get like the, like the ankles and the all that weight. Well, I look, got the ankles. That's a lot harder so, for like a like I had that more with Brian than Carly because he was like September and it was well. And and Zane was born August eighth, and I said, look, Melissa, it's beach season. Like, right? Why would you do that? What do you let's what get you a thinking? hold of yourself? Bring it in. Right. Like tighten it up. That seems really supportive and appropriate <laughs> right. to say to your wife who I mean, carried your child. <laughs> Hey, you know. I'm kidding, of course. But no, she she packed it on, but she I mean, she she pulled it right back in. Pulled I mean, it she, off. She looks like an Olympic athlete right she does. now. She's stunning. She does. Yes, yeah, she is. I, I think that there should be pictures of her on right. your podcast page right. for your fans to see my ankles cool. and your lovely wife. Do you, do you do you have yeah. pictures that you could send me that we could post? Do I have yeah. of the ankles? I want ankle pictures. Yeah. Okay, we're going to need to post those. Yeah, we got yeah. it. Yeah. They will be on Every aspect of social media that you can imagine. Great. That condition. And your worry. ankles right now look great, by the They're way. They're back. The ankles are back. I Don't can worry. see them. Fans. The fact that I can see them is a big deal. It's the timing of the baby, I think, too, though. Like, Brian, like, again, like, huge feet, huge ankles, like, all that. Carly, like, I gained 20 pounds, wore heels, she was born. No big deal. Okay, like, no big deal, just, mom over here. Well, just because of the time she was born, like... Two different kids, two different times. When was Carly? When was Carly born? Early June, so it barely well, it wasn't even hot out yet. What's what? Uh, smart, what's smart planning. What's her sign? June twenty. Way to go, Shane. Early June. Did no. you now? Did you guys plan that? No. Did you have like a, a sexy date planned up? Like tonight, we're gonna make this happen. No, it was like Brian got to be two, and I'm like, okay, this is like as early as I can see having another kid. 
And then Shane's like, okay, let's have a kid. <laughs> Shane's like, bah, 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 bah. okay, we have a kid. <laughs> what about your all's weight gain journeys when your significant others were having pregnancies? How much did you gain? Um, we'd like to hear about that as well. Most of my weight gain has occurred recently. Um, <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still in progress. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I've still got a ways to target? go. What's uh, your target? My target my target's 220. And um, I'm almost there. Uh, I, I would... For my height, I, sh- you know, well, for my weight, I guess I should be 6'5". <laughs> uh, you're aiming for 7 foot? For the record, so, Mike's not 6'5". <laughs> so no. I'm waiting for a couple of shoes to fall here. What I'm hoping is either I hit a great, big growth spurt and kind of <laughs> lean out. Uh, if, I can, if I can do that. But at 5, you know, 5'9 and a half, 5'10". Um, it's, it's a long I'm shot. What some of the doctors would call overweight. Uh, but, uh, but again, you know, as far as dad bots are concerned, um, I'm, I'm right in, I'm right in line with the, well, with well, the here, national here's medium. A, here's a good question though. So a lot of, a lot of the girl, you know, a lot of people and girls are saying right now, they're like, they're into dad bods. So we have a couple females on the panel tonight. Right, they should take off their shirts. Obviously. How, how, how do you ladies feel about dad bods? Like, would you prefer a dad bod or are you still kind of like, would you think like the chiseled, you know, ripped abs, that kind of look is more your thing? Do you want honesty on the show or do yeah. you? Yeah. No, no, no. Say, it's, like, it's, do I, do I, yeah. I think you're ob- asking a pretty obvious question here. Um, um, would I, would I like Beyonce or Adele 2017? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would. Uh, but I, I do well, think some thing. girls might like dad bods. Well, I don't want a guy that looks better than me. So like, I don't want. <laughs> Well, so you I, lucked out because you, you got shit. You nailed it, man. Wow, I don't know what that is. You guys live, live happily ever know. after, you two. It's going to take me a while to so match me in heaven. It's going to be a long drive home. It's gonna, Yikes. I mean, you might need to take a different car. And we'll say, Kristen's going to be walking home now. So. No, I <laughs> I would say, though, Shane, is, she's like, definitely the better looking of you two. Well, that's not saying that. Well, I don't want, like, a prettier guy than you. Yeah, and I don't want to deal with, if you're, like, so you wouldn't Way date boy George? That, I would feel like a frump. And a, sh- and I, a frump? Yes. <laughs> First time frump has ever been used on the podcast, just a FYI. frump, yeah? Well. You know what I mean. Like, I, don't, I just want to be like equals. I don't want to date somebody or be married to somebody that's like, you know, off the wall model right. type. So like, I get why dad bods are in because it's like, it's safe, it's comfortable. It's like identifiable. Thank goodness. Okay. Yeah. That was a really good answer. I was gonna just flat out say answer I mean, A, which was the first well, thing sure, you said. Like, I mean, like, sure, like, who doesn't want R- ripped abs and like right. t- strong I mean, chest? Think, yeah, I mean, it's not what, realistic and it's not, it's not, you know. So, so, like, so, dad bods are safe. They're safe. And they're snuggly. Maybe maybe a little hairier than they're you'd like. They're adorable. They're adorable. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what we're going I mean, for. I mean, I don't feel like I have age. to work as hard, which. Okay, so dad dad bods make for lazy lovers. <laughs> Again, I think you and Shane are a match made in heaven. I was trying to lose some weight. You need to tone that back. It sounds like I, mean, yeah. I, I would I would probably be like 140 pounds and shredded. Yeah. No. And then you would weigh like 
like less than me. But Kristen, like, Kristen, I don't want that. Kristen insists on making brownies and cookies no. and you, ice cream round yeah, every seriously. single day. Oh, like Shane, don't get too hot. Like you don't want to get too hot, then you're going you the wrong direction. Your dad bod. She's what trying to keep me with. She's trying to keep me with the dad bod with, with right. the food. Yeah. I think I think you could you could afford to I mean, gain twenty pounds, I Shane. Honestly, I don't want to like weigh more than you. So stop. Good thing I love stop. I love cookies and brownies and ice cream. Not as much as I do. Oh, that's, well, that's a, well, I guess when when you don't like fruit or vegetables, you got to fill this space with, yeah. space with something else. Exactly. Get your calories somewhere. <laughs> so, a you fall on the other side of the spectrum. You're preferring the the she likes the male model lines. type. I think. Yeah, right. I remember. I remember when a was like before she met her current boyfriend Matt, who's a great guy. And, and she an would awesome non dad bod. Yeah. No, no, like yeah, Matt doesn't no, have a dad bod. Like he's he's like I mean, you guys have been to Colorado. Mike lived in Colorado for for many years. Like everyone out there is so active, right? I mean, they're like except me when I live there. Except Mike, <laughs> but for for the most part, it. like people are like mountain biking or running trails or oh, like sure, everyone's yeah. doing something. So everyone out there is very fit, I would say in general for the most part. So I think a you know found a guy who for sure fits that mold. I mean, he's. Mount, he's a mountain biker. He's a trail runner. He's Mister. He's very fit. So I mean, if he adds any more body fat to his body, he's he's, he's done. Out. He's, he's out. Yeah, I mean he's out. He, and he knows yeah, that. I mean, so that's, does he know that Jim has a crush? on I mean him? he can. You know, it sounds like Jim has. A crush. I think right. I think Matt has a crush on me. He might have like well, there's crushes all around here though with all these people embracing dad bods. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the deal. I like all male bodies. I appreciate the. And that's figure. not true. Is it true? You, you've seen me actually <laughs> Okay, never mind. That's not true. I'll, I'll stop going down that road. So I, that, that's a bull-faced lie that you just said there. So, yeah. Because that's not true. You like a certain body type. Okay, I do, but I appreciate all of them. Right. It's the kindness it's in a, your it's, heart. But it's a difference between and appreciating and like being attracted to. I didn't know that that was the question. Well, that's kind of, that was kind of the question. I've heard John Candy was one of the kindest men to ever walk here. He's so kind. He's so yeah, chubby man, and cute. He's so really... Adorable. Yeah. It's like Santa. Yes. And I mean, who because of that, you would, you would cultivate a relationship with him. Well, Santa has Mrs. Claus, so I'm not interested no. in that sort of relationship. With John Candy, I mean... If know. it was a single Santa... He's also dead, so I'm also... She's no Santa Claus. She's no Claus homewrecker here. You're right. If, if, Santa, if Santa was single, oh, you, you, might, you might dabble in that. Of course. Well, of course, you would never date Santa. <laughs> if you, if you, we get to this? If you met Santa and didn't know that he was Santa, you would never. By date the way, him. Shane is the editor, and he's just writing. He's got his little notebook, and he's, he's cutting scenes right yeah. now. So I we'll see what makes this it. This is bad. Santa Cut is gone, but access to free cookies all year round. Just saying. That's a positive. Yeah, Let's bring up. This is the real elephant in the room, and we have to talk about this because. Um, Shane has an extreme hatred for Bono. For Bono. <laughs> Why is this the elephant in the room? Like, well, because it was, no it was brought like... up. It was brought up last week mm. because we talked about certain things that like everyone loves, but I just, some people hate. I kind of want to explore, and it's a shame Vanessa's not here. But maybe, maybe it. it I can absolutely to the speak on her behalf because I am also a huge absolutely. Fan of we're we're Corsican sisters here, so. Also, I want to make sure that this isn't a family line here because um, I don't think Kristen I, shares Shane's sentiment here. I don't love Bon. I, She's I will, oh I will boy, support my is, husband this, on this one. Wow, I don't, this is familial. 
Well, okay. I don't have a hatred towards him. I don't Shane have definitely a fondness does. either. So I'm, I'm indifferent is okay. I am going to like just. You're going to be Switzerland here I'm and going just stay to, neutral. And I will, you know, I will back my husband up on this one. Whatever he has to say. <laughs> him about and it. his him and his average body. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just right, nobody next. loves nobody. You got to agree though. Nobody loves Bono more than Bono loves Bono, right? Am I right? Oh, jeez. Wow. We have here we really up there. Here we go. I agree. <laughs> Oh. See, that's why I don't but like I, him because he loves himself way too much. Bono, of all people, we're not going to go like with A Rod or like anyone else. I mean, but else? The, yeah, this, cool, this, there are other, other people, people. There are other people you could. But not everybody loves those people. That was the original question. But everyone A-Rod loves Bono, right? But not everybody do. loves A Rod. True, he's See? Yankee. But not, not even I guess J-Lo. not everybody loves Bono because Shane and Kristen don't. There's two people. I don't love him. I mean, I don't hate him either, but I just I don't. The, I'm pretty neutral towards Bono. <laughs> she's still she's still Switzerland. That's fine. We're okay with that. The thing and is, again, is if, that if even, he's going to like whatever he's going to speak about Bono, I will I'll back up. I mean, I don't have enough. <laughs> you need to get some she backbone about Bono. She doesn't even want to this hear the other beautiful. side of this. She's but when just, we talk about Foo Fighters, I will have an opinion. Oh, that's <laughs> up next Uh-oh. the Foo Fighter finale. Uh oh. All right. Well, okay. We all right. So okay. All right. So here's the back, deal. Back Bono. Let's hear from the Bono backers. What's the deal? About Bono. Lyrics that capture the essence of life. I think most people connect to their music. Sure. Yeah. Blue eyes that you get lost in when he's singing. <laughs> These are things about his music. Not irrelevant. Not irrelevant. His humanitarian spirit, which me as a social worker slash humanitarian, he's not afraid to tell you about absolute, it. Absolutely, because he is then a role model for other people to be do-gooders. So he is using his voice. I'm a do-gooder without no, hearing anything. I don't Bono. know that about you. You've never, you've never, I've never thought. Oh, you know what? What would Shane do? And I'm going to go out and do something good. You don't see any WWSD bumper stickers. <laughs> well, I have thought that about Bono. Yeah. I thought, would Bono do this or not? Would he donate this to this charity? Well, I just think, what I think would Jesus would. do? But you can go with Bono. None of none Bono of Shane's did, music has been automatically <laughs> downloaded on your phone through Apple Music. How do you get rid of that? That was annoying. That was annoying. But that is my case. I think it's fine to dislike Bono as a person if you think that he's, you know, in love with himself. But I don't think you can deny the good that he's brought to this world. And if you do... What about the bad music he's brought? I agree. No, I agree with that. I do think he's a do-gooder. I do think he has contributed greatly to music. I love that Kristen is now swayed to the other side. She is no, no longer not... Switzerland. <laughs> Flip-flopper. Listen, I mean, Listen I do... he's not a murderer. I don't right. hate the guy. He's not a horrible no, human being. But Just not my not my cup of tea. Exactly. I agree with that. Not my cup of tea either. Which is garbage, by the way. Right, it's just brown water. <laughs> just brown, <laughs> just hot brown water. I mean, you know what I was like? I mean, I'm, I'm Maybe not my Lasso favorite. <laughs> no, like if you're gonna talk about a like a do-gooder who I love, Ted Lasso is the guy. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Don't is ruin the it. Guy. I just I've just watched the one episode yeah. with you, so I don't. We need really yeah, we need, need to, to kind of accelerate oh, that. Brian, there's a new episode tonight. I might have to watch it when I get home. Oh geez, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's dive into the Foo Fighters. <gasps> Let me have it. Let me just, tell me about why the Foo Fighters. I mean, are so don't great. you remember their adorable commercial where they did the Mentos? Yeah, their playoff, the Mentos commercial. Um, so is their video? I think they're. I think they're funny, good guys. I just don't like their music. Yeah. No, neither do I. No, I. I do like their music, mm-hmm. and I think Dave Grohl at what fifty or something to be out there like that. I think amazing. Personally, like I think if Dave Grohl shaved his beard, he'd look exactly like the drummer from Nirvana. He would. It's 
Yep. Wait, wasn't he the... Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yep. All right. I mean, like... Hook, identical. line, I thought, and sinker. I thought sinker. I just made a connection. I, I nailed that one. But I love the Foo Fighters music. <laughs> I... A is is embarrassed that you fell for that one. (laughs) Wait a minute, guys. (laughs) I know something that you don't know about 90s music. I think that maybe Kristen could sing a Foo Fighters song that might get you, Mike, to really uh, appreciate it. No, nobody sing. wants to hear Kristen nobody sing. Wants to hear I, Mike looks like he might. Who sings I, in the shower? I don't you guys sing. sing in the shower? No. No. I, I would if I lived alone. I would if I lived alone. Put yourself out there in the shower. I live with these weirdos, so I can't. I sing. I like to embarrass my kids, so I sing. Like when I pick up their friends, I like to sing songs. Like as I'm as I'm driving them in the car. What's your What's your go-to yeah. song? Yeah. I do like uh, Kenny Rogers. Love will turn you around. I sing that one. Love oh, will turn you, turn you around. I don't know it. Uh, so now, just Brian though, like Brian as a 15-year-old and like trying to like get him in all this music it's i love that he's liking what we like but he's right? well into it he's a classic rocker he's a beatles fan he right yeah he's so a 90s grunge it's not he a, is it's not a big step like, on a radio head i think yeah lately like Radiohead. i'm like yeah these are the songs these are i just it's one thing we can bond over when he's a boy and i'm his mom it's just i don't know yeah like at least we have music 100 yeah. percent what so what are some things that um you guys are looking forward to here this fall uh, we're in northeast ohio the fall is upon us the summer's coming to an end it's football season's coming up it, it's my favorite season what are, oh, we just it. finished one of the famous fruit-based festivals um here in <laughs> here in northeast yeah, ohio the strawberry, strawberry fest um, it was awesome yeah it's pretty pretty big here but to me, that signals like the start of the the pumpkin. end of summer and the start of the fall. We're about to go into school Bring all year. the pumpkin spice. Bring it out. I thought, Mike, bring that you were going to mention your hatred for festivals with fruits. Now is the time to talk about that. Well, so, yeah, I'd like to talk about Mayor Potter with this one. Um, I don't think the vegetable festivals are well represented. Um, I think that the strawberry festival has has done its time. I think we should uh, bring in some squash fest or some potato fest or... Well, you know, maybe well, to be a, a to be cucumber festival. To be like fair that. to the Potter regime, normally the strawberry festival takes place in like the June. first weekend of June. Yeah. So, COVID kind of messed that up. Obviously, we didn't do it last year. This year, we were able to do it. Got postponed. But you know, if if yeah, if we're talking vegetables and squash, fall fall makes sense. But normally, strawberry festival, Mike, early June. So That's fair. I think you need. I think you need to take that off the record what you just said i'll i'll take it to city council you better you better deduct that i'm gonna have i'm gonna do it like footloose style kevin bacon and and in front of the the reverend and and everything else i got a question for you as a lifelong kirtlander like is kirtland known for strawberries how did it become the strawberry festival you know i've lived i've lived in kirtland um i mean i grew up here for the first 20 some years of my life all the strawberries are imported from painesville yeah moved away for a little bit but always was close um and we've been back here for probably a little over five years now and to be quite honest with you shane i don't know of any strawberry patch in kirtland (laughs) that actually exists don't you have one in your side yard not that i'm aware of that's news to me too (laughs) it's been forever like i remember that as a kid too like they've always had it 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where the strawberry thing comes from. Look, Maybe I, back in the day there was some strawberry, you know, Or just deal. That, that's what's ripe around June when they have the Yeah, I don't know. That, that'd be a question for, you know, people that earn strawberries. The local historian. Local yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think we give Mayor Potter a pass here. I think we need to hold him accountable, and I think we need to tell him, like, hey, Mr. Mayor... Where are the strawberries, friend? <laughs> right. Is this a fraud? Is this a fraudulent festival? Uh, I think what we need to do is stick to our roots and call it the Melonhead Festival. That's what everybody wants. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah. I mean, I think Kirtland, like if you Google Kirtland, your Melonhead's going to come up before strawberries for sure. Yeah. Sure. Right? Like somebody get out their phone. We got to test yeah. the I think it, well... I mean, mine's right here, but I'm not going to. Um, do you guys want to no. get? Do you guys want to get serious for a second? Uh, or not? Yeah, Shane does. I can tell by the look on his yeah. face. Real quick, so we have a special guest, obviously Adrian tonight, and she, what she does is a social worker, and she works for the United States government. So she works with a lot of refugees, and why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, and maybe some issues that you know we're dealing with as a country right now. With refugees coming in, I know you work with specific populations because depending on the area that you are employed, there's certain populations that are more prevalent than others. But, uh, you know, it's not all fun and jokes on cutting weight. Like we like to, you know, pass on information to everyone else. So maybe give us a little insight on what you do, what some issues that you run across and, you know, some questions might arise from that. Well, there's some freaking news going on right now. <laughs> it's Melonhead worth, but I'm not. Now, 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 do you work with Melonhead specifically? It's eh? the Melonheads in Kirtland that are a real concern for the U.S. government. Let me tell you. Right, I think it's interesting too, though, because you're a government worker. Mike was a government worker for 20 plus years, yep. and you guys both have dealt with, you know, the government and that big machine that what it is. So maybe you could talk about what you're doing and you know the issues that, you, that come up with doing that and. Uh, how that how that relates to what's what's interesting for us like what would our viewers find interesting about what you do listeners well, first of all brother-in-law thank you for the question sure i wasn't quite prepared to talk about serious things i was here as the whatever so yeah no but i love my work working for health and human services the federal government mm-hmm. um and we, I'm proud to say that our government supports bringing people over who have had to flee their countries because of their a fear of being persecuted for their um, their race, their religion, their beliefs, that sort of a thing. So I, I'm very happy to be doing this kind of work and um, think that it's a, something that as people in this country we should be proud of um, for doing so. And it's been a little bit of a rough ride because Somebody who works in my field said this, like, we're a country of immigrants who's always had a problem with immigration. And I think that that's definitely not just of the current times, but of decades and decades. We've always had issues with different newcomers who come in. And that's crazy because, like you said, like, literally this country was born upon immigrants. I mean, people from Europe came in and just wiped out the people that were living here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Native uh, Americans are like, really? (laughs) And then all of a sudden, they're immigrants, and then like, okay, this is our place. And then as people come in, it's like, wait, we don't want any more people. You know, which is kind of counter counterintuitive, I guess, to what what we were born upon. The irony would really be like a Native American like peering through his his fence on a reservation, (laughs) saying like, oh my God, look at who they're letting in now. 
Sounds like a good cartoon. You could do a little doodle. Put post that on your page. No, but it's, I mean, I, I'm happy to say that I think these next couple of years are going to look good for our country to be leaders again in welcoming new people. And I think the thing that I've seen with my own eyes is that these folks come here and they're like so excited to put down roots and like um, establish community and get jobs and work really hard and, and, you know, become citizens and register to vote, like they're really excited to actually have a voice because oftentimes they've been persecuted because of that. And so like, it's really wonderful to see how much they, you know, how excited they are to come and to, to bring who they are and to enrich the communities where they live. I think like you see that where I, I visit places like Fargo, North Dakota, and they're really excited. So like who's coming into Fargo, North Dakota? Like what, what population are you seeing there? I would say, like, some cities will attract, like, a certain population. Um, like, for, for example, in Columbus, there's a big Bhutanese community. But, like, other cities, and I would say Fargo being one of them, kind of um, mirrors so the general population that's coming. So it's not just, like, one group of people are going to Fargo, North Dakota. Congolese, um, Eritrean. We have special immigrants who helped with the U.S. government, Af- Afghanistan and Iraqis. Yeah, I'm interested to hear about, like, you know, how we're how we're handling that situation with so many people probably being threatened by the Taliban now with the U.S. pulling out. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a huge immigration from Afghanistan to the United it's, States. Yeah. And I hope so. I hope that it is because we've, you know, there's so many interpreters and uh, policemen and, you know, Afghan military that we've trained there. And now I think we have a responsibility to kind of, you know, take care of when you know, we've, we've evacuated the country pretty abruptly. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's happening in places, you know, really welcoming folks. I mean, there are also people who don't, aren't super excited about it, but you see businesses who are calling and asking these agencies that support the refugees, like, Hey, we, we, we love your workers. They work really hard. They're really reliable. They want to come, they want to work hard. And so it's a really great field to be in, to see just people coming together. Well, I think it's kind of crazy because I feel like right now in the United States, it's a very like tumultuous time where there's so many people with different viewpoints that are kind of, you know, battling each other about what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, you hear a lot of talk about the United States just being in such turmoil. But then to hear you talk, Adrian, about people coming in from these other countries that are just, you know, war zones or you know places where it's you know you don't even know how you're going to get your next meal or if you're going to get rounded up and murdered or whatever like they're coming into america and like and they're so excited about the possibilities and whatever and it kind of makes me a little excited to know that like i think from an i don't and maybe i don't know because you know I, I live in kirtland and i have probably a pretty isolated lifestyle and i don't really know the outside view but it sounds like the people that are coming in, a lot of these refugees are very excited about the opportunities and what America has to offer. But if you look at a lot of people that live in America right now, there's a lot of like hatred and dissent and, you know, concern. And it's good to know that like, there's still like hope out there that, you know, people are coming into it with open eyes and open hearts and looking at it in a way that they can succeed and be in a better place. I mean, you see this like American dream story play out with, with these, these parents, right? And they have these little kids and they're just like, so excited that their kids are going to have the opportunity to 
survive and to have you know schooling. I, I, and, well, I imagine like a lot of these kids and families come in from very dire straits, you know, where like their their chance of survival where they're at is low. I mean, it's it's bad. So the fact that I mean. We're not like a political podcast per se. Like we were, we talked a lot about about anti-vaxxers last week. But you know, I feel like there's still this is still a great place to be. You know, and I really hope that uh, we can kind of get back to what we are. It's just like a mixing melting pot of cultures and people, and you know, acceptance and stuff like that. Which the political landscape of what we're doing now it maybe isn't reflect that but I, th- I feel like the general population does maybe yeah, maybe it's just the people i hang out with i don't know what do you guys think i read yeah i read recently that this is the most diverse that the united states has ever been that, that for the first time in several decades that the the white uh the white race has actually decreased and other other races have actually uh grown so i mean yeah, i think the, it's the new census results right yeah i think the you know the character of the nation is changing but not not the nature of it um, you know, and I, I think as long as we're nationalizing, you know, citizens that, that come here and, um, and, you know, instilling the values of what it means to be American, then I think, I think we're in good shape. Yeah, there's probably, probably a little bit of both, Jim, of what you said. Like, you, there's, there's a one that you, you see a lot of what, you know, your friends are similar to you, whatever, have similar, uh, similar thoughts versus... You know, there's, there's definitely a segment of the population that we're just disconnected from that have completely different views and don't want people coming here. Right. We're just not around those people. Like, it's just... Well, that's what I think is interesting because Adrian's a social worker, but she's also, like, a huge Trump supporter, which I, I found was weird. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Beep! <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop. Uh, what was that? <laughs> no, I think, no. you know, I think we're, you know, in... Uh, you know, Kirtland, Ohio, and Trigan Falls, extremely diverse uh, <laughs> right. communities. Sure. That uh, are really bearing the weight of this refugee crisis. Mm. Um, I do think that it's uh, tough. It's <laughs> tough living. I'm not gonna say it's tough. Like it's not tough at all. Like that's. I guess it's anti-tough. Like living where we live, because we don't experience the hardships and the problems that many people in our country experience, let alone many people in foreign countries experience that are even greater than probably any of us know. So, you know, from my perspective, I can sit here and talk about things, but I don't know what it's like to be someone struggling for water or someone struggling for food or someone worrying about, you know, if they're even going to be alive tomorrow. So it's, it's a, it's an easy thing for us to sit here and talk about, but I think Adrian, like you're, you're on the ground floor of it. I mean, you deal with these people coming in every day. So I really have a lot of respect for what you're trying to do and trying to like bring people in. And I think America can only get more powerful and become a better country when you, you continue to bring in other cultures to, exemplify what the the american you know tradition is about acceptance and you know pop you know democracy and you know all that stuff so i i do i do really respect what you're doing eh? and i'm i'm really i'm really glad you're doing it i know i give you a lot of shit and i bust your balls but you know it's it's a very 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 valid thing that you're doing it's valid Thanks, we're not you sure did, that it's better than that it's just we validated, we validated that we validated that you're actually doing you. it well, I was just going to bring it 
to the individual, since we were talking about sort of community-wide, but if listener, this is me kind of channeling my inner Bono right now, Shane. Um, Shane, stop listening right now. Cut, I think Shane, he, don't he slap her. He took his earphones off. <laughs> Gave him the wine bottle. Is if you feel like, after listening to this podcast, like, how can I, you know, I, I, this sounds pretty cool, like these newcomers to this country, and like it would be great to understand what 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 it's like to yeah. be in their shoes 10 you cents know, a day so, <laughs> no i'm not asking for donations <laughs> oh, send okay. it to oh, adrian young oh, my I'm venmo sorry. account no but you can still send it to clownpenis.fart.com but okay the website thank you for plugging <laughs> that in if but, we could become the number one podcast among the congolese like that's fine like yeah, whatever the Botswanis and yeah for sure i'll put this out there to the network guys no, but I was just going to say like there are organizations here in the area that that resettle folks and and one of the best ways for people to fully become part of a community is to make friends with people who were born and raised here, right? Like a lot of times people come and they really connect with people from their own culture and they continue to speak their language and eat the same food. But they never like ingrain themselves, right? But like if, but yeah, like, yeah. It, but the more friendships that people can have sort of outside their culture as well, not to discount those relationships because they're really wonderful to have that familiarity, but um, to make those connections with friends or to connect that way and learn about what's, you know, what's it like to, to be here, it's really powerful. So that would be something that anybody could do. I think that's an awesome, yep. an awesome thing. So I just think like you have to like go into every communication with any person you meet with kind of like an open heart and an open mind. And, you know, I, I, it just drives me crazy that like there's people that have been here and that their families have been here and they're just closed-minded. I think that's the biggest problem with, you know, that is just being closed-minded to people because we're all people, right? I mean, we all we all want to put a put a roof over our family's head. We all want to be able to support our family. We all want to have friends. So I think the biggest thing is just trying to trying to relate as much as you can and connect with other people and I, I think that's a good thing. And you guys are all on your phone, so I don't even. Know. I love it. I'm, I'm just <laughs> listening in awe. My brother-in-law, he sounds like a. I was just fact-checking what you said about doing good for people. I don't, there's a lot of people that disagree. <laughs> <laughs> the fans are thumbs downing that again. Wow, we're getting dislikes from a lot. <laughs> you tried. You tried. A lot of unvaccinated people out there disagree with you, Jim. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Get your third vaccination, I think. All right, Shane's, ra- Shane's saying wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. All right, well, we're going to take it out here. Wow, what an amazing... That's a pretty uh, pretty heady show for a yeah. low-concept low podcast, but I think you've seen that we can be polite, understanding gentlemen who uh, have a... Maybe no, no, no. I, I Kristen's disagreeing. Up here. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, none of you got felt up here, and and uh, we've. I was kind of hoping I would. <laughs> we so managed, I definitely we managed to get through this without sexually assaulting anybody or anything else. But uh, way to go, way to bring it back. Thank you, ladies, for uh, breaching the gristless here, for cutting weight, and uh, being part of the show, and being pioneers in your own uh, in your own regard, and uh, ushering in the 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 year of the labia. <laughs> This is one for the history books. <laughs> one for the history books. Bob Wayne. All right, All right enjoy man. the rest of your uh, your week or your weekend, folks. <laughs>